1: If we still had President Trump in the White House, none of this would have happened. And as somebody who, you know, worked in NATO back in the 1990s, broke my teeth on NATO issues at the beginning of my career, This is now a busted flush. NATO is a paper tiger, and we have a thug uh, breaking a taboo that we established in 1945 that you don't use violence to make the territory of your country bigger. Uh, And I've got a message for for all conservatives out there. I've been pushing back on this uh, with the isolationists here in America. You know me. You know President Trump. We're not interventionists. But a bully doing this If he gets away with it, he will keep on bullying. That is why Ukraine matters, Mike. Yes, of course. And certainly people who are on the ground there say, if this is allowed to continue, it will not stop at Ukraine. You know, because there are lots of Baltic countries that are uh, vulnerable to uh, to, to, to Russian attack. Because the West, I'm afraid, right now, uh, has become a busted flush, as you say. NATO are saying to Putin this morning, "Um, please stop. Joe Biden in the yeah. White House is saying, I pray for the people of Ukraine. Well, that's not going to help them much. Look, look at the fact that we have a man who has on record on numerous occasions a former KGB colonel stated that the greatest geopolitical tragedy, literally his words, of the 20th century was the loss of the Soviet Union. Yeah. That's why we are witnessing what we are witnessing now.
0: And the- well, unfortunately, I guess we all knew it was inevitable. It's we've been watching this now for over a month, and uh, here we are. Russia full-scale invasion on Ukraine. Uh, the response from the United States is laughable at best. The response from the rest of the world's not real great either. Uh, I don't really want to see any of our boys and girls uh, in uniform get hurt, so I wouldn't want to see them over there. I know I've said in the past that if you want to stop something. You posture, and you send troops over there, and you tell them don't don't dare come across this line, and you hold the line. Uh, do we need to be involved in another war? No, absolutely not. We just got out of one disastrously, but we just got out of one, and I don't I don't think it's necessary to put our troops there. At the same time, um, it's important what's happening right now yeah, with between Russia and the Ukraine. I mean, Russia is a bully, and they're bullying the Ukraine, and what's to say that. After he's done with the Ukraine, that he's not going to attempt to go after other um, states over there and, and take them over as well. You know, uh sad part about all this is, is it's been avoidable. Russia has been struggling for decades now financially. Joe Biden allowed them to open their oil lines. Um, now we're buying oil from him, so he's enriched them. I just said this week that, uh, he, you know, in a sense, he's funded you know, this invasion. I mean, we've got to a point now where sanctions don't really mean much to Russia, to be honest with you. All these little nonsense sanctions that they're not going to have any real serious impact on Russia. They're threatening a lot. But right now, whatever sanctions you put on them, Russia made a pact with China. You know, China's willing to buy as much energy, as much wheat, as much of whatever they need to buy to support Russia because they share a common ideology of communism. They both want to conquer places. Russia wants Ukraine. China wants Taiwan. If you remember, Putin and Xi had a meeting before the Olympics. It, prior, you know, what did they talk about <laughs> prior to the Olympics? What, what, what was the conversation about? I'm, I'm sure it wasn't about who's bringing home the most gold medals. <laughs> I doubt they care about that. They were talking about more than likely supporting each other in their efforts to conquer the areas of land that they want. Now that the Olympics is over and all countries have pulled back out of China, you don't think China is watching very closely what the response is from the world where, while Putin invades Ukraine. China is seeing that the response is mediocre at best. You don't think that that's going to give China the green light to go take over Taiwan? Hell, they took over Hong Kong without even firing a shot. And what was the response of the world? Not a whole lot there either people in hong kong lost their freedom as the people in taiwan are on the verge of losing theirs as the people in ukraine right now are in the midst of it it is so bad that the ukrainian president is offering guns to any citizen who wants to stand up for their country and fight not trained military any citizen at all i mean this is where we're at china sees what's going on they know what time it is we're in a it's it's a bad situation I don't think we need to interject ourselves in any additional wars, but at the same time, you can't just not pay attention and let Russia continue to do what it's doing. One of the probably, (laughs) at least the way I see things, you could say it's my theory or you could say it's a conspiracy theory, whatever you want to say, that's fine. But uh, who was heavily dealing with an energy company in Ukraine? Who's got the goods on a certain person in the White House's son? Also, who's been dealing heavily with China and and enriching themselves off of deals with China? (laughs) The Biden family is wrapped up all in this. So what better for Joe Biden than to sit back and let Putin destroy Ukraine, destroying whatever evidence that there was left over or that they have of Hunter Biden there and just let that go. What better than not messing with China at all and letting China do what they need to do so they keep their mouth shut so that way Joe Biden doesn't have to face any penalties at the end of his presidency if he even lives that long. It may be a conspiracy. You may think I'm right. You may think I'm wrong. But it is something to think about because isn't it ironic that the two countries that his family is wrapped up in the most are the two countries that are aggravating the hell out of the entire world right now. I sure think so. It's unfortunate the situation is what it is. Um, Over the next few days, weeks, and months, I guess we're going to see how bad it can truly get. As of right now, I'm recording this Thursday, keep in mind, so if anything comes between now and late this evening, anything else uh, comes out, there's 40 people dead. They haven't identified whether they were military personnel or civilians in Ukraine. And it's not going to be any better. Oh, not to mention, in Putin's little video that he decided to put out, uh, he threatened more or less nuclear action for anybody that tries to assist Ukraine uh, <laughs> uh, in in the war that they're currently in. So, I mean, strong words. Yeah. You know, she. It, I, I doubt You know, a lot of people threaten nuclear action. I know I'm stuttering on my words here. I'm just in a little bit of disbelief that he would actually say that. But I know a lot of people threaten nuclear action, but I think most people are not crazy enough to use it, understanding the ramifications of what's going to happen to not only them if you use it on, say, a country like us, because our response... When we'll, at least under normal circumstances, our response would be quick and very devastating to them. But also the fallout after all the nuclear, you know, uh, bombs have been dropped. And I just I think most people understand that, you know, that's that's almost end of the world type stuff. If uh, stuff if we all start firing off nukes at each other. So I mean, strong words. Does he mean it? Eh. Does he really want to pick a fight with us? Well, if we did, actually did do something to help out Ukraine. And we actually did send some troops. You really think Putin wants to fire a nuke over here? I don't know about that. (laughs) I mean, I, again, I don't want to see any wars. I I think that's a lot of rhetoric. I don't think that he actually means that, but he's just trying to posture and, and be the bully that he currently is over there. We shall see, man. I can't believe it's already Friday. Friday's a good day get ready for the weekend, things calm down. Usually the news gets a little bit slower, especially on a Sunday. Sunday, most people aren't doing a whole lot, which is nice. Most people are either doing a family thing, going to church, or they just want to detach, so you don't see a whole lot uh, happening on a Sunday. Uh, Something good that happened for President Trump, or at least I think it's good. I'm sure he does, too. Uh, Top prosecutors quit Manhattan DA's probe into Trump. As investigation stalls, two of the leading prosecutors in the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into Donald Trump's business practices resigned Wednesday. Uh, prosecutor Carrie Dunn, who's been involved in the New York probe for years, and Mark Pomerantz, a well-known New York Legal or legal figure in their circles up there submitted their resignations after the district attorney Alan Bra- or Alvin Braggs, excuse me, stalled the investigation for about a month. Um, yeah, I would say the reason that they have quit, and since the investigation has been stalled, is because they probably aren't getting anything out of it. I doubt if there was a real case there. You would have these two attorneys just quit. Especially somebody that's put years of their time into it, uh, it logically doesn't make any sense. I would say just like the Russia probe was a bunch of nonsense, uh, the Stormy Daniels thing was a bunch of nonsense. And now, this whole, you know, Trump, what they're accusing him of is inflating his assets to make it look like he's worth more so that way he could get better funding and better deals. Uh, I think it's all nonsense. These people have thousands and thousands of pages on him, uh, going over, combing over with a fine tooth, everything with the business. And after all this time and all the media boosting it up and, you know, Trump's this and Trump's that. and oh, he's going to jail. We got him on this one. It's been stalled out for now a month. You have attorneys quitting it, 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 the writings on the wall. They got nothing. So again, you know, as much as they hate this again, more fake news. Okay. Cause that's what the news does. It's all a bunch of nonsense. It's all a bunch of bull crap. They feed their consumers, whatever they think they want to hear. You want to hear, we're going to take down Trump. They want to hear we got him by the balls, man. We're going to get him. We got Trump. And in the end, nothing, it all fizzles out because there's nothing ever there. Is Trump 100% clean? I mean, is anybody in business? You, know, you you got to be realistic. Is anybody in business, you're not, you're telling me any businessman is 100% clean. Because if you're telling me that you're a liar, you're going to use the tax code and try to get away with whatever you can, smaller businesses, any cash payments that you make. Most of them are going to just put that in their pocket and they're not going to say nothing about it because you know, you don't want to pay the additional taxes. It's just the way people run. You know, and you're a liar if you say different. <clears throat> Most people do it. Is there that one or two just completely 100% honest people out there that do that? I'm sure there are. And I'm not faulting you one way or the other. But as far as them going after President Trump, is he 100% clean? Probably not. Is he done anything seriously wrong? No. Everything that they go after this man for has been... A bust. They can't get him on anything. Big surprise. He is what he says. He is what he says he is. He doesn't do the things that they claim that he does. And fake news media is just looking for a good story to feed their audience so that their audience gets all rowdy and they can keep that Trump hate up because they're scared of this man coming back and being president again in 2024. And I can tell you right now, being the leader of the Republican Party, which he definitely is, he's dominating in the polls on the Republican side. There is nobody. The next person closest to Trump is DeSantis. And I got to tell you, again, being very, very selfish, you guys can't have DeSantis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to keep him here. The man has kept us safe throughout this last two years of tyranny that's been going on in the United States. He's been doing the best he can to deflect everything and protect us here. So I need him to stay here because being in the state of Florida, I know I don't feel the way other people feel in the country that the world is probably coming to an end here. We're living free. You know, it's, it's starting to get to that point. Like, uh, you see somebody with a mask on. It's a little bit awkward because nobody cares anymore. you know. So we're living more normal here. The laws that he's putting in place, he's making sure that the next person to sit as governor of the state of Florida won't have those dictatorial powers. He's setting it up where this state is for the people. Just like this country supposed to be for the people as designed, that's what he's doing. So you guys can't have him right now. He needs to sit put, keep doing his good work here, making Florida better, insulating it better, making us just... That state that everybody admires, that everybody wants to be in because it's run so efficiently and there's no dictators running our lives telling us how to live our lives. So nobody comes close. DeSantis is second. Trump is on top. And if you put him in a head-to-head match, what a dramatic swing in the polls from just a year ago. Trump is in the lead. He would beat Joe Biden in a head-to-head, you know, a theoretical head-to-head if the, the, the election was tomorrow. He would beat him. And and obviously that makes a lot of sense too because of everything that's going on with the country. It's getting to the point now where Joe Biden had 60% of the independent vote, which to me it seems awfully high. Okay. And then I'm only uh, rounding up. I think it was actually 61. I'm just going to throw 60 out there. He had 60% of independence when we went into the election in 2020. Okay. Right now he's down to only 35% of independence. You've lost the middle of the country. Joe Biden is done. It's over. You don't have anybody on the right. You've lost the middle, which there's more independence, I would say, than probably there is in the two parties combined. But you've lost the middle. You definitely don't have the right. Where Everybody that's on the right is even more on the right than they were before, because exactly what we were worried about happening is happening in live time. And you're even losing a lot of the left. A lot of the left now is calling out Joe Biden because of how disastrous everything is here in the United States. So I'm glad to see, personally, that Trump is probably having a pretty good week knowing that that is stalled out and that's one less annoying situation that he has to think about and he can go out and play some golf this weekend and not worry about it. Or no, actually this weekend, what is he doing? He's going to be at CPAC, I think, yeah. Um, DeSantis is going to be at CPAC too. But he doesn't have one less thing for the poor guy to worry about. He's got enough going on. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I meant to say this earlier. I hate to go back to the Russian thing. But please, nobody buy into this nonsense that the media, I'm starting to see it all over the place now popping up. That media is trying to use the situation with Russia and Ukraine to blame the woes that we're having right now on our economy. All of them. Inflation, everything. They're going to try to dump all that blame, take it off of Joe Biden, and dump it on the situation between Russia and Ukraine. Please, if you have at least one marble ping-ponging around in your head, <laughs> you don't be fooled by that. Because that is just... It's really ridiculous that they would even attempt to go that route. But it does say a lot that really shows what their opinion of you is. They really think you're that stupid that you would fall for it. That's what the left. If you try to pull something like that, you know, they think that you have an infantile mindset and you're just dumb. You know, that's like me at eight or nine o'clock at night when I'm tired and we've been at it all day, and we've already cooked dinner, and the kids have already eaten. And I got the four year old coming up to me and saying to me, yeah, Can we go to McDonald's? And I look at him, I'm like, No, can we go to McDonald's? And I'm like, No, they're closed. As soon as it turns dark, they close. <laughs> I know all parents have done this at some point. No, they're closed. And he's like, Oh, they're closed. Yeah, they're closed. Oh, okay, maybe tomorrow. And it's like, Yeah, all right, go away. Let me just sit here for a minute. <laughs> I love my kids. It ain't that way, but you know, there's some times where you're just like, hey man, yeah, it's late at night. I'm tired. I've been at it since three o'clock this morning. I, can I just sit? I finally sat down. Let me just sit for a few minutes. I don't want to run back out to McDonald's to get you something you're going to nibble at and it's just the experience of having it. Uh, but yeah, that's the kind of mindset that they think all the adults in the United States have. That uh, they can just sit here now and say, oh, yeah, it's all Russians' fault. It's all Russia's fault that our inflation is at a whopping 7.5% and that our gas prices are about to go through the roof. It's all their fault. Please don't buy into that. I know everybody that listens to me is smarter than that, even if you are liberal, independent, whatever you are. I know you're smarter than that as a human being. This problem has existed. Long before Russia even decided to invade Ukraine, we've been fighting inflation for a year now. Okay, this the conflict between Russia and Ukraine only started over a month, six weeks ago. That's it. So don't tell me that inflation is blamed on Russia. Oil prices have been steadily climbing the entire time that Joe Biden's been in the White House. So don't tell me Russia is going to be held responsible for the $5 a gallon gas prices that we have because Joe Biden decided to buy oil from other people instead of producing our own. Don't tell me any of that stuff. And please don't tell me you actually buy into it and believe it. Don't tell me that. I believe everybody's smarter than that. I don't think anybody is that foolish. At least I hope they're not. All right. Fun fact of the day. Because it's Friday. I'm going to try to add one of these at the end of every Friday. Fun fact, don't get fat because it sucks. I may have worked out a lot in my life and I got to a point where I was lifting some significant weight when I was competing at a younger age um, in strongman competitions, local competitions. And over the years, as you stop competing, but yet the weight doesn't seem to come off, your knees and back don't seem to like you very much anymore. And I'm starting to notice when I'm walking up to anything that shows my reflection, there's a little bit of a hobble starting (laughs) that I'm not real fond of. So fun fact about me today is I'm going to have to put myself on a diet to try to take some of the pressure off of my knees and straighten them back out, so that way I don't have a hobble. Because although I am a little bit aged, I wouldn't—I hesitate to say that I'm an old man yet—and I would be more accepting, you know, going into my late fifties and sixty years old. If I got a little hobble, hey, that's life. But being in my forties, starting to see a little bit of a hobble, yeah, I wasn't really feeling that. So Chunky's going to have to go on a little bit of a diet to try to peel some uh, tonnage off. So that way these knees may start uh, getting a little bit of a break and want to work a little bit better. I guess we could call this confessions on a Friday. That's it for me. (laughs) That's my confession. Chunky is fat. All right. Well, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Give me five star if you like it. You know, I don't want to force anything. If you like it, give me a five star. Greatly helps out uh, getting my name out there with Apple and all that nonsense. Again, I don't know how it looks. I don't care how it looks because I don't look that much into how it looks. So, but supposedly, uh, if you like to follow me, you know all the rest. Forget about it. It's Friday. Have a awesome weekend. We'll do it again on Monday.